It's the SportsZilla Show on 1310 AM Utica, 1350 AM Rome, ESPN Utica Rome, now on 96.5 FM. 34, it's up for the fade inside to 16. Here's the pass to the end zone, and it is 16. It's Coleman for the touchdown. Blanton Brinke, who is perfect this year from 50. The SportsZilla Show starts now. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Get another packed studio today. I'm Rain. Scoop is here. The boss, the glue guy, Matt Page, of course. David Cooney, our friend from Utica College and WPNR, is with us. And he's a play-by-play broadcaster, which I'm moments away from getting to. Tiff is behind the camera today. If you are on Facebook at ESPNUR, you can watch us live right now. ESPN Radio, Utica Rome, now at 96.5 FM, 1310 AM, 1350 AM. The app, ESPN in your app store. Go get it or stream at ESPNUR.com. Open ESPN Utica Rome after enabling the skill on your phone if you have the Amazon Alexa device. And stay tuned. The podcast will be out when it's all said and done, wherever you get them. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Programming notes really quickly, if I could, before we get started and dive deep. We have the Nye Automotive High School Game of the Week presented by Pathfinder Bank and the U.S. Army. That is Tully and Ariskany with Seth at 645. Boss, am I correct? Yes, correct. I nailed it. And very special tonight, ESPN will go commercial free with a special Kobe Bryant tribute from 10 to 11. Is there anything else I need to know on that? Nope, that's it. You love Kobe. I mean, who? I mean, we just Kobe'd. I just Kobe'd. Got a rebound and then Kobe'd again off the glass because I missed the initial one. Thanks for the rebound, David Cooney. So now it's time to welcome in studio, and I apologize, I thought you were on the phone, but Nicole Ruddy is with us. She's the Clinton Warriors girls high school coach, now section champs, a 4-1 to win versus Skinny Atlas. They beat the Lakers. How does it feel? It's an incredible feeling. I can't even describe the emotions that took over myself and the entire team and um, our community last night. It was absolutely amazing. I'm really happy that we have you here with us. I'm going to tell Tiff to come around with Facebook Live at ESPN Utica Rome and get yourself right up on the star of the show right now. Because it's got to feel good, Nicole, to have built this program and you've got girls from across the central New York region. You've had to have help along the way, as we talked about the last time you were on with us, to fund this program. So before we go any farther... You still need a, a little bit of help with the cash to keep it going. So let's just plug where they can get a hold of you again like we did last time. Absolutely. Um, you know, we are going in. This is our fifth season. Um, obviously, we want to see the program continue, especially with its such great success. And um, it takes a lot of money to fund this program each year. And we raise that through, you know, various different fundraisers and sponsors. And any little bit helps. And if anyone is looking to make a donation and help these girls out, Uh, We're already planning, obviously, for our trips to states next weekend and even going forward into the next season. So the best way to reach uh, me would be through our Facebook page, which is the Clinton Girls Varsity Ice Hockey. And uh, you can just send a message right on that page and I will be quick to respond and get you linked up to where you need to go in order to make that donation. Scoop hashtag girl dad. It's going around and all these girls on this team, they got their dads. So if you're a girl dad out there, well, your girls are trying to do something. We got to be positive and support women's sports. It's 2020. Let's get it done. 
help Nicole and these ladies out there. Section three champs. This is fantastic. We're so happy for the Clinton Warriors. Has to be satisfying given that Skinny Atlas was a stumbling block for you guys the last couple of years. But yet you beat them twice this year already. Then you go into the big game and you get them. Now you go to Lake Placid next Friday night. There's got to be a certain degree of uh, satisfaction from getting that skinny Atlas monkey off your back, if you will, a little bit. Oh, absolutely. We were going into this game and we were looking for revenge. Uh, I mean, we lost in that section final twice in previous seasons. So we wanted this to be our year. And if there's nothing that feels greater than winning that game. And no matter what happens next weekend, these girls have accomplished so much and there's nothing more to be proud of. Nicole, Nicole Ruddy is in studio with us on the Sports Hill Show, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now at 96.5 FM. And it's a little difficult to find coverage of you guys online. I got to be honest. We, uh, I know we were uh, tweeting back and forth amongst all of us, like, who do they play next week? And it was like so hard to even find the score of that game last night, which was going to determine who you're playing next Friday night. So the team that we will be playing next Friday actually doesn't have uh, their section final game until tomorrow. Okay. We, have, we have Facebook Live down. We have Facebook Live down. <laughs> now returning, if you're watching along on Facebook at ESPN Utica Rome, continue, Nicole. Uh, section 10 has their section final game tomorrow at 1130 a.m., and that is between Salmon River and Potsdam. So the winner of that game will be um, our opponent next Friday night at 6 p.m. You mean that'll be the team that you beat next Friday night at 6 p.m. Because we. She doesn't want to say that, but she's nodding. I said it for you because I'm going to be yeah. positive. That glass is half full. Uh, David Cooney is in studio with us. You called the game? I'm the public address announcer for every single Clinton Warriors game. Okay, so what do you got for Nicole? Question. You had a whole bunch of stats and observations and things that you wanted to bring out to everybody listening, well, to their attention. So let's go. All right, so coach. So last night's game went very well, you know. What player stuck out to you last night that brought it up to another notch, leveled up, and were able to turn the game up another notch to pull this game away from Skinny Atlas? Yeah, let's hype up your girls. Uh, you know, and I I hate and love that question at the same time. Because All of them. It, it is, and I am one to always say that is a total team effort, offense to defense to Haley being in net. Um, I can't pinpoint any girl because everyone that stepped out on that ice last night was determined to give it everything they had and win that game. And so I commend every single player that we have because they did an amazing job. So how was your anxiety level going into that game yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if you saw me before the game, you definitely could see the anxiety um, written all over my face. Um, But... As soon as we got through that first period and I saw what those girls were bringing out, um, I knew that game was ours. And, you know, it was just an exciting game to watch. How good was the bus trip back? (laughs) The bus trip was great. The girls, you know, they were elated. There was just so many great emotions going through that ride. Um, Everyone looking forward to next weekend. So a lot of good things happening right now and a lot to be happy about. Nicole Ruddy is the coach of the Clinton Warriors girls high school hockey team. Section three champs moving on to Lake Placid. That's awesome. That's what a rink to play in. First of all, I mean, does it give you chills to go play this game there with these girls, with this team this year, overcoming skinny Atlas to get there like you did. And two part question. Uh, how about Utica College's head coach, Gary Heenan, giving you guys some love on Twitter? I don't know if you caught that on social media. <laughs> I did, I did. Uh, but but let's, hear, uh, let's hear the answer on both of those questions. No, uh, going to Lake Placid is going to be incredible for these girls. 
Um, especially, you know, growing up, we've all loved being in Lake Placid. Uh, that's just a hockey town. So being able to play in that arena for such an important game, I know is going to be incredible for these girls. And it's an experience that they deserve and they've earned. So we are certainly looking forward to that and hoping our success continues. What time did you guys get home last night? Uh, we got home around 11. Okay, uh, wow. Yeah, it took a while to get out of that arena. Uh, a lot Why of pictures, a lot of interviews. Um, it was just, like I said, the emotions in there. It's just hard to pull away from. Everyone was living up every moment. How how amazing are hockey parents in the support of the moms and dads, hockey moms and hockey dads? I mean, just getting ice time to practice and things like that. I'm sure it's been at some weird times, probably sometimes very early, very late. Focus these families on getting the girls where they need to go for practices and things like that. I mean, enough credit cannot be given to hockey parents. Oh, absolutely. We practice at 915 at night. Jeez. Um, sometimes in Clinton, sometimes in Rome, we have an insane schedule. And they have, and these girls have work, school work to do. They're high school students. I mean, that's admirable. Oh yeah, they have to be in school on time, or they can't practice. So and grades got to be kept up too. Yeah, they have a very rigid schedule, and I do. I commend the parents because they are there all the time uh, for these girls. They are always willing to step up and help me, especially with a program like this. I need the support of of the parents. You know, it's a total team effort. Um, not only from the players, but from the adults as well. And they're always, you know, willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that the girls have everything that they need. Did you sneak in your response to the brain, Gary Heenan, in that two-part question? I, I did. Well, I did not. No. Okay. So, so let, let so me let's go, let's go say. back. Uh, yes, I did see Gary Heenan's tweet. Thank you, Gary. Compliment um, him on his goop the next time you see him. That's <laughs> that's what he, he talks about his hair. But anyways, continue. But the support from everybody in the community all over social media has been overwhelming. Um, it's been fantastic from everybody. So I really thank everyone for their support and just, you know, it really means a lot to these girls to know that, you know, people are out there, they're watching them, they're supporting them, they're rooting for them. And, uh, we, we can't thank you enough for all of that. Nicole Ruddy, the head coach of the section three champs, the Clinton Warriors high school girls hockey team. You can find the Facebook page, get a hold of her that way. If you have any questions you want to offer your support, morally, financially, whatever works. We're about to get to a break. Any last words going around the room here? Uh, Twitter is just Clinton Girls, right? Yes, that is correct. When do you start preparing for this next game? Have you have you actually started scouting both these teams? Do you have a little something assembled on both of them? Or are you just going to kind of bask in this nice day uh, after this win and you get back at it over the weekend once you know who specifically your opponent is? She's going to watch Syracuse Duke tomorrow and then the Super Bowl first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or are we keeping you from that? Um, no, you know, it's, it's tough to really plan until you really know who you're playing. Um, but especially given the fact that we've played both of those teams already this season. Um, you know, I think we know what we're up against, and uh, I'm looking forward to that game on Friday night, no matter who the opponent is. I don't think you're going to have a hard time focusing these girls. Nicole, thank you for the time coming in here today. No, Congra- thank you. And congratulations. Thank you. Thank after, you, everyone. After you win in Lake Placid next Friday, <laughs> we'll have you back the following week to talk about that. Okay? All right. Sounds like a plan. Sportzilla Show on ESPN Radio Utica Rome now at 96.5 FM. Utica City FC has a game today, and we will talk to Logan Roberts all about it. And that's next. Broadcasting live from the BMW of Utica Studios, this is ESPN Radio Utica Rome. 
It's the SportsZilla Show on 1310 AM Utica, 1350 AM Rome, and 96.5 FM ESPN Radio Utica, Rome. Here's Rain, Scoop, and Matt. So it is soccer fans with the Adirondack Bank Center available tonight, UCFC After Dark. Utica City FC looking for some sweet revenge against St. Louis. Well, granted, they split they split the weekend series. A, a tough loss in the, in the first game when they were out there a couple weeks ago. But then they came back and they rolled the second game. We had Ryan Hall head coach in not too long ago talking about that. But now we get to welcome in number 23, defenseman Logan Roberts. Nice enough to join us today. Thank you so much, first of all, for taking a few minutes of time to hype up all the soccer fans in Utica on a game day. Uh, so I assume you're going through some game day preparations right now, Logan. Uh, what are you doing at this point with an hour and 45 minutes until a game? Uh, uh, thanks for having me on, guys, first and foremost. But uh, right now, um, I just stepped outside the locker room for a minute to uh, talk to you guys. But um, usually the hours leading up, all of us just kind of we hang out in the locker room. Um, usually Nate Bordeaux plays music. Uh, we kind of just hang out. We we're usually very relaxed, um, just talking, joking back and forth. And then everybody kind of has their, their individual routines of what they do. Uh, usually for me, I, I put my headphones on and uh, I have my own playlist of music that I, that I go through before every game. And then I kind of just uh, try to get away um, from everybody else and kind of just focus on uh, me and my game, what I plan on doing that night. And then uh, that's just leading up to warm-ups. And then after that, I think um, – you know, we all do a pretty good job of, you know, focusing in and being ready, but also staying loose at the same time and uh, not getting over anxious before before kickoff. So, uh, yeah, that's usually our routine. Logan Roberts here with us on the Sports Hill Show, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now at 96.5 FM. Got a game tonight against the St. Louis Ambush. First of all, I hope I'm we're not messing up your, your pregame routine. And number two, what does Nate usually play what is his playlist? And number three, do you not like it? And is that why you have your own? <laughs> that is a very good question. So there are plenty of guys in the locker room that uh, do not <laughs> like Nate's, uh, Nate's taste in music. That's I'm, great. <laughs> I, I'm not one of them. I do like Nate's taste in music. I've, uh, I've always said he is a good DJ. I'll back him up. But uh, for me, I kind of just have uh, a specific uh, you know, type of song that I want to listen to that really isn't uh, particular necessarily to everybody else so i i just put my headphones on i, I kind of get quiet myself and, and get my own little zone is there a typical routine meal that you have before games uh it, it, it's varied over the years as my diet's kind of changed um i think now i usually try to have um something fairly light i and everyone once again everybody on our team is different you know some guys eat like seven hours before kickoff for me personally i eat somewhere between three and three and a half hours before uh kickoff and now it's usually uh, some sort of uh, like, like a chicken and rice and vegetables, something light um, that I can digest quick and uh, have it be in my system ready before the game starts. So I'm a music guy. I'm fascinated by your playlist. Are you listening to like screaming heavy metal to get hyped up? Or are you, no, you need something to like chill you out? Not. Like, are you listening to some uh, EDM or is it all over the board? Yeah. So uh, one person I love the screamo hard rock and roll is, is Ryan Hall, our coach. He, 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 he'll come in the locker room and he'll, he'll request and be like, Hey, can I get one song? And it's always some song that none of us have heard of. Yeah. Uh, but I've given him tickets me, to, a, I've given him tickets to a couple of those types of concerts in the past. <laughs> so I can attest to that. Logan continue. Yeah. 
Yeah, he loves that. But uh, for me personally, I it, it's like a mix. I like I like EDM music and I like rap music. So it, it's usually um, I start off and the playlist is usually rap in the beginning. And as I get closer and closer to warm-ups, I do more EDM stuff to kind of kind of get my mind racing and you know start to get like the the, the tempo is usually very good for me for for EDM stuff right before a game. It, get, it gets me up and energized. So. Uh, yeah, it usually starts off with rap and then kind of transitions into uh, some EDM stuff. So what's your favorite artist? My favorite artist? My favorite artist is Kendrick Lamar, I'll have to say right now. All that's, right. Uh, that's, yeah, that's my, that's my guy right now. So uh, he, he hasn't played on anything in, in a while, and I'm waiting. Um, but you, there's always a couple Kendrick songs I play uh, leading up to a game. So Logan Roberts, number 23 on defense for Utica City FC is with us. I'd like to correct myself. I did say game. I should have said match a little bit earlier when I first introduced you. Looking for look. What's that? I said either or. Okay. I'm not too particular. So, of course, going to be on the pitch tonight against St. Louis, a team that you won one and dropped one with uh, in your most recent set of games, uh, not this past weekend, but the one before you had a bye week. But you're back looking for a little bit of revenge. You'll want to win this game tonight. It's a night game, which is nice to see as opposed to a lot of times we're seeing, at least locally here in Utica at home, those Sunday afternoon games. But tell us about St. Louis, uh, what this team brings to the table. Uh, give us an assessment of those two games playing St. Louis, two matches against St. Louis previously, and how that kind of rolls into what the plan is for tonight. Uh, St. Louis, they're a good team. They're they are pretty organized, and uh, they can be dangerous in a lot of different spots. Um, we found out um, a couple weekends ago that um, they're, they're not afraid to pull their goalie and, uh, and, and go with a six attacker like much earlier than any other team in the league. Um, that was what we had some difficulty with uh, in the game we dropped last Friday. Um, they, they pulled their six attacker, and we had a lot of trouble kind of dealing with it uh, since we hadn't really um, had to deal with it a lot this year. Um, so they're not afraid they're like they'll pull it in the second quarter third quarter and then they're very dangerous on it they they move the ball well and uh you really have to be ready to defend it so that's been a very like a focal point uh this past week in training is being ready for if and when they do pull that six attacker if we have a lead um to be a lot more organized defensively and talk a lot more and um just have it figured out um knowing that they're going to pull it um sometime late in the game or even early in the game so uh that's that's just one of the things we're looking for tonight. We we know they're very organized and they're dangerous going forward. But I think the the biggest threat for us and the reason that we dropped one back in St. Louis is because of that six attacker. So we we've really been hammering that home the last week or so. Hey, Logan. My name's Dave Cooney, and being from Syracuse, being able to play really in front of your hometown crowd, even out here in Utica, what does that mean to you as a player? I mean, it means. It means the world to me as a player, honestly. Um, the fact that, that my parents get to come to every home game that we have, um, it, it honestly is really meaningful for me. Uh, they've they've given me a lot, um, you know, in my soccer career and allowed me to be the, the player that I am uh, by taking me to every practice and game and tournament. So the fact that I get to play uh, professionally in front of them uh, means a lot to me. They love coming out. Um, every game they have an opportunity to, they invite they invite friends uh, to come out and family and people that they know uh, to come out and watch because they, they, they love it. And uh, it really means a lot to me that they're able to come out to every game that some of my friends are able to, you know, make the trip over and, and watch me play. It really means a lot and it makes this experience like even, even better than it already has been. So I, I kind of got a two-part question for you, Logan. Uh, last thing we're going to ask you tonight because I know you got to get ready for the game. Or excuse me, Kobe. 
Uh, I wanted to ask you, Logan, about Kobe. There is uh, practice jerseys that you guys, is this is this true tonight? Did I hear that rumor? Because I know Adirondack Bank Center has kind of got the purple lights going. Is that something you guys are mm-hmm. doing that I read on Twitter? Yeah, so uh, we have uh, some shirts for warm-ups uh, uh, dedicated to Kobe. Um, they say, they'll say legends never die in the front of it, as Brian 24 in the back. That will be wearing for warm-ups and uh, for pregame. Uh, yeah, sorry about the flip-flop. <laughs> I had the two-part question, and I kind of mixed them both together. Uh, but not, that br- a, not a problem. That brings me to the fans that are going to get to witness this tonight, and it's always packed at the Adirondack Bank Center. It's really the last point I want you to make, and we always ask whether it's Ryan or anybody affiliated with the team just about the support that this community and these fans give you guys. Uh, it's a very unique situation here in Utica for Utica City FC in the MASL. The support is, is really incredible. And players that have played around the league or played professionally for a long time have said that, that there's nothing like these crowds. No, they're in, that is very true. Um, you know, but before coming out here, we, we heard that the support in Utica was great. Uh, the crowds would be very good. And uh, us as players were, you know, a little bit skeptical just because we had never played out here. We weren't sure. Um, and we hadn't come to any comments games. We, we we didn't see what the atmosphere was like. And you know, last year the the reception that we got and the crowds we got at every game were were unbelievable. It was un, unreal, honestly. Um, and it's that that's comparing to any other game that we play in the MASL. Um, the crowds we have here, the production that the guys at the uh, the ABC do here um, with our organization is, is just unbelievable. And the support, you know, every, every game it's nearly sold out, and the fans are. Fans are always loud and supportive, and it, it, it's great, honestly. And uh, to come out every every game and look out in the stands and see, you know, just a packed house of people just really, really excited to, uh, to watch us play. Um, and they're extremely supportive, um, you know, win or lose. If we go around after the game, after we lose or not, you know, disappointed, yelling at us. It, they're always supporting us, you know, telling us that we played well. And uh, it, it really, and honestly, it means a lot to us. And, uh, us as players, yeah, I don't think we can imagine playing in front of any other crowd at, uh, at home. I love the that you guys are doing that Kobe tribute tonight. I hope you get a win against St. Louis. And keep doing those promo videos that we're all huge fans of that we see all over social media. Utica City FC's defenseman number 23, Logan Roberts, with a little bit of time here on a game day. Uh, have a great match tonight, okay? And hopefully we can talk to you again soon. And pass it along to Lindsay that we really appreciate her Hooking this up, Lindsey Mogul. Thank you. Set you up with us here on a game day. Will do. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Sportzilla Show on ESPN Radio Utica Rome now at 96.5 FM. It is time to talk a little bit about Syracuse and Duke because that's a big game. And then there's a monster football game called the Super Bowl. And that's all next. It's the biggest football game of the year, and the Lounge with Caesar Sports takes it to the next level at three awesome locations. Turning Stone Resort Casino, Point Place Casino, and New York's biggest sports book at Yellow Brick Road Casino. Huddle up with your friends for delicious food and luxury seating packages and Vegas-style sports betting. Don't miss San Francisco and Kansas City this Sunday, February 2nd at the Lounge with Caesar Sports. Reserve your package today at turningstone.com. In the booth with Matt Park, three to four, only on ESPN Radio Utica Rome. Now on ninety six point five FM. The Sportzilla Show is now streaming on the ESPN app. Here's Rain Scoop and Matt. 
Also streaming at ESPNUR.com. Had a little Facebook Live thing going on with Coach Nicole Ruddy of the Clinton Warriors earlier. Look for that. And good luck to those uh, young women in Lake Placid a week from tonight. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for them. So she smiled when I suggested she'd be watching Cuse and Duke tomorrow. I think we all will be. I cannot wait for this game. I'm extremely excited. Well over 30,000. I can't wait for the watch party either. There's some great, uh, some highly recruited players that are going to be on official visits. I don't even think we have time to go through the whole list because there's so much we want to talk about here. Because we got to get to who lit it up in our final segment. Want to talk a little bit about the Syracuse Duke game, but it's a, just a, a big weekend for sports fans because then you got the Super Bowl, and there's so much to talk about there. But in, in a nutshell, it means everything to beat Duke at this point, especially after you've had a resurgence over the last handful of games. What it means to beat Duke? They're still ranked eighth or ninth in the country. Clemson proved they were beatable. We were right in it. To the end with that one. I mean, if Eli made that shot, we won that game. There's, I mean, no Zion Williamson in this game, but this is a big deal for the Syracuse Orange fan base. For me as a fan personally, it's the one game I'm really looking forward to all season, at least to this point. And then we see what happens after that. And I would be surprised if you don't get a game like that Clemson game, like some of these close games that we've had where it's a, a possession, you know, it, it's, it's the, who's got the ball last, you know, who can make the shot at the end of the game or in the, in the final 15 seconds to put you up. You know, I, it, I think it's going to come down to a, a shot in the final seconds. You get your typical performance from, from buddy Bayheim, your typical performance from Elijah Hughes, Joe Girard is solid. You can keep a Rama out of, Foul trouble and Marek and Marek and he can stuff the stat sheet like he normally does. You know, Quincy Garrier makes a few plays here or there. Obviously, it's not a, a very long rotation you know, and sub a couple guys in and out. But ultimately, you hope for the best. You hope they can win. This is not the best Duke team that Coach K has ever had, but it's still a damn good team. And it should be a fantastic game in an environment that is just not comparable anywhere else in the country. I'm excited for it beyond belief. David Cooney, real quick, you? Yeah, right now this is a Duke team that comes in with the seventh overall best defense efficiency in NCAA right now. And Syracuse has proven they can beat teams that play very good defense when they beat Virginia Tech 71-69 just a couple weeks ago. And to be fair, the Cavaliers have one of the best defenses in college basketball right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's flip over to the NBA really quick. Just uh, wanted to just point out, we said Logan Robertson from Utica City FC. The glue guy just brought to my attention those practice jerseys honoring Kobe Bryant that UCFC will be wearing tonight. They just tweeted those out. They just tweeted those out. He's going to share that on our Twitter feed at ESPN Sportzilla if you'd like to take a look at that. And did we see that uh, the Lakers have put a, a, a Kobe emblem insignia of sorts on the floor there? Yes, yes, we did. Uh, Bleacher Report just okay. had that. So that's yeah. There's just a lot of lot of tributes going out for Kobe. I'm sure you'll see something during the Syracuse game tomorrow. You're going to see something. We already know this during uh, the Super Bowl halftime, right? Yeah, they're, they're going to basically they've basically flipped the NBA All Star game on the 16th and all of the festivities around that for the Valentine's Day weekend, basically as a tribute to Kobe. We'll be covering that in depth. The boss made 
you make sure that I would mention that at some point during the Sportzilla show. So uh, the West is going to be wearing number two for Gianna's number. Yep. And then uh, the East is going to be wearing Kobe's number, number 24. And, and then basically the process of how the game is going to work is much different. We'll dig into that deeply for everybody. If you're not going to read up on it for yourself, we'll do that next week on the Sports Silly Show for sure. But sticking with the Syracuse theme, it brings me to Dino Baber's scoop and his tie-in with Jimmy Garoppolo. It's really kind of a nice, nice little side story, especially for the Syracuse fan base. But Dino Babers was his coach for two years. Especially for Jimmy Garoppolo, who said he's getting more than 50% of questions about Tom Brady. Enough about that. Let's talk about the time between Jimmy G and Dino Babers. I like this better. Scope, back us up on the other side. This is what Jimmy G said on and regarding Dino Babers, Coach Accuse. I wouldn't be here without him. I could say that. It's just everything that he did for me my last two years of college, bringing in the uh, Baylor offense and, and all that stuff, it changed my college career uh, indefinitely. Can't thank him enough. Yeah, he, he's a great man. He was 4-18 and 18 before Dino got there. He was 19-7 and seven after Dino brought in that Baylor offense. And Coach Babers has said, and this is a direct quote, I've told people a thousand times, He's the most accurate quarterback I've ever seen. Dino Babers, that is a quote. Let's throw out these uh, touchdown and interception numbers. There weren't many interceptions compared to touchdowns. 53 to 9, I'd say that's a pretty good ratio. Threw for 9,000 yards with Dino Babers as his coach. And he won the Walter Payton Award as the Heisman Trophy of FCS football. It was, it was a great relationship for a couple of years. So under the tutelage of Dino Babers, he achieves his... his his college success leads him to the NFL. And then, of course, the trade from the Patriots leads him here in the Super Bowl. Thankfully, the Patriots are not. Yes, I'm going to say it. And so now I'm sad as a Patriots fan. In a couple days, he could be a Super Bowl champion, Scoop. That's well, he's got two rings, but not as a starting, a starting quarterback. But that's so. what I mean. I think this one means more oh, to absolutely, him. Absolutely, absolutely. As opposed to watching Tom Brady do it. It's You'd like to get one anyway you could get one, though. Let's be honest. It's not too shabby to have one as a backup. No, you're absolutely right. So, so do you want to ask me about that picture? What? The, the, the Tom Brady picture? Shared around the internet. I wrote a note here, and I'm not sure yet. You're going to be all up up in arms about it. Like, is he not retiring? Really. Is he not retiring? We were trying to figure out. Tiff suggested maybe it's a tribute to Kobe. It what, could be. Is, is he that's, done? I, I agree with Tiffany. I think that's what it is. Is it? It's cryptic. Is he? Is he retiring or not? Is he going to go? He wants the attention before the Super Bowl. Is that really all it is? Come on. He dropped it on the Thursday before the Super Bowl. That's a kind of a crap egomaniac move. It is, Why but is he, you know what? Is he's used to being there in the center of attention on Super Bowl Sunday. So he's kind of sad. Ugh. America he's, is glad that he is not playing and your team has nothing to do with this. Uh, Madden Simulation, EA Sports does this. In the past ten, 10 of the past 16 years, they've gotten it right. But the last two years, they got it wrong. Just thought everybody would like to know that. They run the two teams on Madden through it. Final score was, uh, let's see, 31 to 20. Do I have that right, Scoop? I have that number in front of me. I, I know they had uh, Patrick Mahomes throwing a touchdown pass. Of 18 yards in the in, last seconds to see, in the last, yeah. 18, or last few seconds to seal the win. That's how they expect it to go down on Sunday. 35-31 is their predicted 35, final. 35-31. With Patrick Mahomes getting the MVP. Hey, yep. if that happens, we all win. Yes. Huh, yeah, you got a point there. You got a point there. So, hmm. Do you? Not really. I want the Niners. Mm, okay. I'm going to root for the Chiefs just because. I think I would root whoever. 
I can't root for an AFC team. You have to root for him because he was a Patriots quarterback. Not really. In name only. Not really. I just want to root for an AFC team. Okay. So the 49ers do this thing where they play hide and seek before every snap. And Scoop has a really good handle on what they try to do offensively and what they're kind of try to do offensively against the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's really it's, it's a fascinating thing. and It's a very modern and progressive thing that they're doing, in my opinion. Well, you're going to notice if you haven't yet that they the 49ers do a lot of shifting and motion and they know where they're going. All right. This is a disciplined team that knows what they're doing. And there's a couple of reasons why they do all that motion. I mean, it's at literally almost 80 percent of the time you're going to see that they do it because, number one, they're trying to set up blocking lanes. They're also obviously trying to get the defense to show their hand, to show their cards and reveal who they might be keying on or what they may be intending to do. And so very often they use some of their best players as decoys to fool the defense into showing what they're going to do. And with the running game they have, they don't have to riskily throw the ball all the time. Like in the, the Packers conference championship game, it got to a point where they're like, you know, we're probably more likely to get 30 yards running the ball than we are throwing it. So run. I mean, they 222 yards for Raheem Mostert, you know, and they've got other weapons. So I, I think the, the sexy pick is the Chiefs because, oh, the offense, they have so many weapons. But this is more complex. Shanahan has designed this. You mentioned the Joey Bosa with the 57 sacks, Nick too. Bosa. Nick Bosa, excuse me. Yeah, we, 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 confused, the we confused the Bosas. Yeah, and uh, rookie of the year. I mean, don't be surprised if you hear us talking about him on Monday as the Super Bowl MVP. Or Richard Sherman. It could be with a big play. Sports Show, ESPN Radio, Utica, Rome, now 96.5 FM. I want you to consider the source that I'm going to bring up, and I do want to share one last piece of audio here in our Super Bowl conversation. But Drew Brees, he knows a little bit as far as the quarterback position and dissecting offenses. It's kind of, in a sense, as I brought up earlier to Scoop, kind of like Tony Romo analyzing a game. When, when he's calling a game, you're going to get some good stuff. Well, with Drew Brees, a comparison of the Kansas City and the San Francisco offense kind of backing up Scoop's point. This is what Drew Brees said. What you see with with Kansas City's offense is Mahomes' ability to improvise, right, is, I mean, second to none. There's a few guys that can do it as well as as he does it. Um, And obviously they got a ton of weapons to throw the ball to. So that's going to be the source of a lot of their success is his ability to do that and find those guys like Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and others. I feel like the uh, Niners' offense is a bit more, you know, hey, we're going to run the ball. Right. We're going to wide zone. We're going to sure. run the toss plays. We're going to th- do the screen game. And then we're going to take our shot, you know, and then we're going to work a little quick game. I think Jimmy G's more of a rhythm passer. And yet when he needs to, he's a good athlete and he can make some plays. Um, but they're different formulas. They're not the same offense, right? Different formulas, but both can be very effective. And the last thing I wanted to share with you was the mean tweets read by players that are participating in the Super Bowl as heard on Jimmy Kimmel. And then we'll get to our break. So if you're if you haven't heard this, you'll probably enjoy it. Hi, I'm Tom Brady and I'm a crybaby and I have a butt in my chin. I imagine Patrick Mahomes Barber is a superhero who has to run out and save the world every time he gets halfway through Mahomes haircut. 
This dude, Travis Kelsey, looks like the Notre Dame leprechaun. Joey Bosa's nose is so big, it looks like he's been lying every day for his whole life. That's a good one. Sony Michelle, more like Panasonic Michelle so far. Clay Matthews is the type of dude who farts into a bottle of Sunny D, puts it in the fridge, and then consumes it the next morning. All right, we're going to take a quick break on the SportsZilla Show. Be right back. First of all, we've got to get to Who Lit It Up, brought to you by IBEW Nika Local 43. And I just also wanted to mention Carmelo not playing tonight against the Lakers because he is still mourning the loss of his dear friend Kobe Bryant. Dave Cooney reminded me of that fact. Thanks for reminding me. We talked about it a little bit earlier, and I'm glad we brought it back. Hit it. It's time to look at who lit it up this week on the SportsZilla Show with Rain, Scoop, and Matt. Who Lit It Up is brought to you by IBEW Local 43. Become an IBEW Local 43 electrician. Find your career and light up your future. Go to IBEW43.org. We're hoping our Utica College Pioneers hockey squad lights it up tonight in Rochester as they take on Nazareth. And we're hoping that the UC Pioneer basketball team does the same, lights it up in Elmira tomorrow, an afternoon game. Of course, I would say, first and foremost, that Clinton girls hockey, the Warriors, they lit it up this week. You are absolutely correct, and that's on our list. Nicole Ruddy and those young ladies, man, so proud of them. Good luck in Lake Placid. I think that Syracuse and Duke game it's in and of itself lights it up because I think Central New York is hyper. This Cuse fans, Orange fans are bleeding and very pumped up for this game. And talking about Utica College basketball, you got to go with Tommy Moriel getting uh, another rookie of the week. Yeah, three straight wins for them also. They're on a nice winning streak. And the glue guy, the boss, brought up a great point. Got to give it to Sean Coffey, right? Sean Coffey lit it up for for getting the boys back in line after dropping two straight. And him coming on with us on Monday for the Kobe tribute. And who else lit it up according to Coach Sean Coffey? His wife. Yeah, Gabrielle did. Hashtag girl dad. Hashtag brownie points, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he did good with that, didn't he? Uh, he he went off on a nice little, uh, I'm not going to say a rant, but he, he stood up right there for his woman and he it, said some nice things about her. It's in the podcast. You can get that Sportzilla show, Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Also on ESPNUR.com. And yeah, that's the boss, uh, the glue and, guy cleaning up our mess. And let's just mention again, Coach Nicole Ruddy was on the show earlier of the Clinton Warriors. So if you missed that, Get that podcast. Make sure you subscribe and you can listen to all of the episodes. They're all up there and available. Yes, and at ESPNUR.com on the website. So going back to uh, the coffees, yeah. they were doing that while dealing with sick kids. That's exactly right. He was he was saying how it's a part-time gig for my wife up there, HCCC coaching those ladies, and she did it with some sick kids too. So, man, it's not just the girl dads, even though the tragedy with Kobe Bryant brought that hashtag and a lot of dads stepping out, supporting their ladies. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of girl moms out there, a lot of parents out there busting their butts to get it done. So they all lit it up this week, too. Uh, what about our friends on the comments that got the call up? How about Zach and Justin scoop? Yeah. Video today posted at Roberts on the mic. Literally, they're on the bus with the team. They stop. It looked like at a service area, for crying out loud, on the throughway. It was in Syracuse, yeah. And let the guys, they let Justin Bailey and Zach McEwen grab their stuff and they get off the bus because it's time to 
Go hook up with the Canucks. They headed west about the six six hours and change or so to get to Cleveland, and now we're into the drive in Syracuse. They had to pull the bus over. That's fantastic. Um, they were watching uh, We Are the Millers. Yeah, We Are the Millers with Jennifer <laughs> Aniston and all that. Uh, we have pregame speaking of the comments at 6.30 over on the Brother Station. It's 94.9 K-Rock because it is a game day as they are playing Cleveland tonight. And then Cleveland tomorrow afternoon, it's a 1 o'clock opening face-off. By the way, if you're going to that game, keep a lookout for Tim Roy. Tim Roy, yeah, Golden State Warriors broadcaster. He lights it up because... With They came out to Philadelphia, what Golden State did, and Tim Roy is a Utica College alum, David Cooney, but he said he's got a little bit of time, so he's probably going to sneak into the game and watch some of the Utica Comets, because he's called games in the ABC before, back in the day. He got his the first, uh, I think just under a decade, the first 10 years of his career, roughly, was right here in Utica on another station, and now 25, 26 in the NBA. His Warriors got destroyed by Boston, though. Yes, they did. We had, yeah, you had to figure that that was going to happen. They're not quite as good as they have been. Who else lit it up? Well, uh, another great one in reference to the Comets, Joel Roberts' wife specifically, but the Roberts for having their beautiful daughter. Uh, they, of course, lit it up. And Joel Roberts for coming into work on Monday. Tell them about that. Yeah, he came in and uh, he texted me. He goes, oh, we're going to do the Trent Call show today with no Trent Call. But we'll host it. Okay, cool. Trent, not I a, did not expect that whatsoever. Trent Call not available because of the All-Star Game, but that podcast is also available. Tell them where. ESPNUR.com. Uh, there we about, go. How about a vote for Brogan Rafferty lighting it up at the AHL All-Star Game? I think that's absolutely deserving. And last but not least in our Light It Up segment brought to you by IBEW Nika Local 43. It's those NBA players, Matt. I know how you're feeling about everything they're doing, changing numbers and whatnot. The NBA and the sports world, and really the world, paying tribute to Kobe Bryant. That touched a, a lot of people. A lot of people still working their way through their feelings. As we had mentioned, Carmelo, uh, they were such good friends. He's like, I, I cannot play against the Lakers tonight. It's too fresh. It's too raw. So there's NBA players. I think the, the NBA as a league needs to be, um, you know, they did a good job with all of this. It's, I think they're one of the few leagues going that does a lot of good things, and um, Adam Silver should get a lot of credit. NBA cares. Uh, by the way, programming, I'll give it back to you again here. 10 to 11 tonight, ESPN will have a commercial-free Kobe tribute. One hour uninterrupted, paying homage to number eight, number 24, Kobe Bean Bryant. All right, we're going to get out of here for the night. You have a good one. Scoop and I will meet you at 6.30 for Utica Comets pregame on the Brother Station. This is ESPN Radio Utica Rome, now at 96.5 FM. Thanks to Tiff and Dave Cooney for joining us in studio and Nicole Ruddy.